So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Ace. And I'm Jeff. And we are in the early November. And we're going to ask some questions today about the upcoming album 20. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Great. It's been a really positive, um, in just great uh, response to everything that we've done um, regarding the 20 year thing. It was, uh, it's always crazy because you go into it, you're like, it's been 20 years, it's been a long time. You know, are, is everybody still with us? And it's been really overwhelming how awesome and positive it is. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I hate to give the cliche question of like, it's been 20 years, you're a band, but like, have you guys been reflecting at all now that you've hit the 20 year mark? Most definitely. I mean, yeah. uh, we're, we're kind of, you get nostalgic by nature, but um, when you hit a milestone like this, there's no way that you can't kind of look back with all the things that are happening and appreciate. And, uh, you know, with everything that you can look at the good and the bad, a milestone like this, you just, you focus on all the good stuff. And it's, it's a very, very cool thing to um, just experience and be lucky enough to celebrate. Hell yeah. Awesome. So is there any meaning behind the album cover art? Yes. Uh, it started as like a joke. Joe, our manager who was in the band, he's a guitar player. He's, you know, has been with us for the past 20 years, but now he's on the management side. It started as like a funny, like our theme has always been like, um, you know, we have this really cool thing, but it's sort of like, you know, the cake and the thing represents like a 20 year celebration, but it's all smashed and like beaten and everything's like cheesy looking just because it's like our sense of humor to be like, you know, something weird always happens to us or it's, a, it's, you know, there's always like something attached to whatever it is that we do in a really funny, you know, awesome way. I think that we take it at this point, mm -hmm. but um, you know, like we use our first warp tour, for instance, like we did warp tour. It was awesome. We're on the drive through stage and we flipped a van and wrecked it and got another van stolen. So it was like, wow. you got this awesome thing, but at the same time, it's like, you don't know what you're, you know, what it actually feels like inside to be like, well, all our gear got wrecked twice on that tour. So, um, the album cover sort of represents like, it's this awesome thing, but it's also got that comical, like, but the cake is destroyed and nobody's here celebrating. So it's a really like cool, um, just funny look at how we you know, do it all. Plus we have all our, like, Jeff has been saving things since we started. So he's like got all of this cool memorabilia that you could find in the photos and whatnot, which is uh, really awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, I think that's right. Right, Jeff? Very, very much so. It's basically like yes. a retirement party uh, yes. for someone that everybody kind of forgot, which is kind <laughs> of like, you know, but not, not that sad. But, it's, yeah, not but Ace said it, Ace said it perfectly. <laughs> Our whole career with all the great stuff that we've had, there's been the weirdest things to come along with it. Like the most awkward moments attached to the great moments. And it's kind of become in our small little family, it's our identity where we laugh about it and we think it's kind of comical. So um, that was a great way to kind of, you know, an inside thing for us that we thought oh, yeah. would work. Hell yeah. Um, so on the record, there's, there's both new songs and there's B-sides. So for the new songs, can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for that? And the older songs, can you tell us what B-sides, like how you guys went about picking which B-sides made the cut for the, for the album? Ace, you want to take the new songs? I'll take the old songs. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I was thinking stuff for the old song, but I got, I'll definitely do the new songs. What, uh, (laughs) (laughs) we basically, for all the, for the new songs that are on there, it's like, I really wanted to touch on highlights that could like pull from places that we've been in our music, on our musical journey. Like we opened it with a song called Trees, which is an acoustic song. And we did that on the Rooms Too Cold. And it's sort of been like our thing to always open with a song that doesn't um you know not that it doesn't speak to the rest of the album but it like sets up the rest of the album so like in currents had uh stain on the carpet which is much more chill than the second song and and we sort of do the same thing on this where it's like we we have this really uh intimate feeling song um you know called trees that paints a picture of you know making it through these really weird times with the people that you love and um, it goes straight into the sing-along of uh, Make It Happen. So it's like one of, we tried to like touch back on things that were important to us about our career. And, and from a writing standpoint, like I tried to tie in and, you know, just think about what made our albums, like gave them their identities and what our identity is and how people perceive that and really try and tie all that together. So, you know, we have a big rocker, uh, Sand, which is like, it just, smashes in and a really fun like warp tour style anthemic like um other song which is the new song um i forget the title of it because it was like one of those last minute titles but it's uh (laughs) but they're like you know we tried to like just touch on all that stuff so jeff now i'll turn it over to you oh uh the the dialogue song that that yes that's the one thank you thank you i don't remember the rest i remember dialogues in it um yeah, and, and as far as the old stuff goes, uh, I mean, when we started this, we started off with the older stuff. So me and Ace kind of went into the studio. And like you said, I save everything. So I have a lot of the old recordings that we've done from the jump of the band. So we listened to everything and just kind of sat there and, and, and talked about it. And, and we tracked a bunch and we figured out what works. And, you know, while we're tracking, we're kind of sculpting an album also where we want to make a record that plays through that works for today, but also has all the elements that make us who we are. Um, And it's funny that as we're going through, we're realizing that like with each record, we left off one of the best songs that could have been on that record. So it's just such a funny thing to kind of go back and and we make this this album and we're like, wow. (laughs) It's the greatest hits of songs that were never heard. Yeah, wow, this is is something. (laughs) Like I said earlier, that's us, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the little awkward, weird things that you look back on. And you're like, "Oh man, that's on brand." So it's very, very cool. You said that you went into the the um, studio, starting off with like the new songs. Was the plan originally to kind of have the album just be? Uh, no, sorry, the older songs. Was the the plan originally just have like a bunch of old B sides, and then the new songs kind of came as you guys started working, or was the plan always to have a mixture of both? the plan from the jump was to have a mixture of both to like, uh, because we knew we had to re-record everything. So being that we were doing that, we thought it was a great opportunity to really reconnect with those songs and reconnect as a band and as like, you know, creators to that initial original spark that we felt like on all those records years ago. So the plan was like, you know, I think from the beginning always to just like reach back into that, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, reach back into that time and, pull the energy out of it, you know, and take it with us now. Makes sense. All right. For sure. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric or moment off this album and what it means to you. 
Oh, I, I actually have one. Normally I get lost in that question. Um, but I'm, I'm going through the course in my head. I mean, I'll go first because it's on top of mind, Ace, you can think. Um, in uh, Over My Shoulder, uh, it's, it's a powerful song, one of my most favorite songs that we've ever done, but it resonates with where I'm at uh, currently. Um, that entire chorus um, really rings true to kind of, um, you know, making sense in, at where you're at in your life, where, you know, where we're at right now, there's the things that we thought about when we were younger, you don't think about anymore. And you think about um, big picture um, mm. a lot more and, you know, your life and, and, and these things. So um, that, that course specifically is very like real, but it's very hopeful at the same time. It's, it, it's a matter of, you know, putting your mind and setting your mind and locking it on the right things um, to give you perspective and this perspective that only comes with time, which is, um, I feel like it's a really important song um, in our, you know, I, I really love that one. That's mine. All right. That's great. We, I, um, do you want me to answer too? Yes. Or do you, yes. Okay. 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 I'm going to do it then. Um, mine goes with the sand. Um, it's the opening line and it's also the chorus of the song, but it's just about being like knocked down repeatedly and continuing to go. And it doesn't paint a beautiful picture. It doesn't paint like a happy ending, but it does just paint the idea of, you know, you're going to end up back in the sand. You're going to end up on the ground uh, over and over again. And just keep getting up. And I think that is sort of like the great, if you were to sum up what we say to people as a band, that is, you know, something that I always try and put out there because it, it you know, it's, it's important for me to, to let people know. And for people to know, it's like, you can have success or something that looks like success, but the real success is getting up and fighting for it every day you know, and not getting tired of fighting for it. And that's what that is about. So that to me is my favorite. Love that. That's perfect. Um, can you guys tell us where your headspace is at while you were writing this uh, or creating this album? Yeah. Um, I think like Jeff could probably answer this question better. I'll just say really quick, like our head, my headspace was like just trying to be as true and genuine to every moment as I possibly could be during the process you know mm -hmm. but like i said jeff probably can answer that better than me it's, it's a couple things i mean for me specifically it was my head i was very energetic and like revitalized uh doing this in a way where it was um and my head was specifically uh devoted to early november fans i mean um it i, I keep going back to this fan service line but like it was it was one of those things where we're like, wow, we got here, it's been 20 years and we know exactly why we're still kicking. And it's because of the people that, you know, have really supported us. So um, I feel like, uh, personally, I feel very connected to what fans really want and like about us, um, you know, for something that's celebrating a 20 year. And, um, I was so uh, like energized by that because I felt like we were really like, we hit the ground running with this and it always felt good. I think, I don't know if you, if we got there, Ace, I mean, the, 
with every record we stop and go and stop and go but like for this record specifically i don't remember there being like a really really brutal time where we just got stuck um and maybe that's just for me um you know you were i mean ace Ace produced and did the record at his studio. So he had a lot more hands-on when it came to, you know, uh, getting the record to where it needed to be. So maybe I'm only speaking for myself, but that it, it felt like um, it was just, we go and go and go. And it feels like it's perfect the whole time. Like that's how I felt. Yeah. Is that, did you feel yeah. that way as well? I definitely had some, like some of those moments of like, really trying to wrap my head around it, like specifically for trees. Um, I think there was one song we were working on and I remember being in the studio, just like, I couldn't get anything to like work out. It was uh, like, I was struggling uh, conceptually, lyrically, like all over the place. And um, I remember walking down to the beach for like a minute and then I like something clicked and I came back and it just trees, just the first song just, poured out of me like I didn't even mm. basically have to write it it was like one of those situations and it was um you know I think there were there were elements to me while creating it that were um you know where you would hit a little wall like that and be like is this genuine is this me is this us now is this does this make sense for where we are uh because when you're going into an album like this you want it to sound yes very true to who you are but at the same time and, and who you were but you also want it to show that you're not just looking at who you were, but you're looking at who you will become as well. And I was really, you know, I hit, I hit a wall a couple of times just being like, well, who am I? I don't know. I mean, I'm this tech, I'm this really technically advanced guy right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> practically, but, uh, practically robotic. Yeah. I'm right. practically robotic. You know, you saw how easy it was for me to set up the zoom. Link. So like, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I hit, it, like a couple places like that but um you know for the most part it was smooth and i think more importantly it was enjoyable every single time there was never a time where i was like i don't want to be doing this right now so it was very uh it was like i look at all speed bumps like that as positive things and we work through it and it was you know it's, it's good that's good this is like a very unique record to kind of work on so did you guys kind of find it like an easier experience overall or was it like more pressure than normal because of kind of what you guys were creating. I feel like we could have very different answers for these types of things. Um, you know, like definitely, it, definitely. It, it, I feel like we will. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes, it goes different ways. Um, you know, I think there's always an amount of pressure because we want to, I mean, as far as we're concerned, we don't want this band to end. We want this band to continue to be operational but there's a there's an element of like you need certain things for that um so that pressure is always there but uh for me specifically where i'm at in life um you know uh i try not to let that like for this record specifically there was none for me i i i'm gonna say there's no chance ace has that answer um <laughs> but but how i went into i mean i I play drums, you know, there's so, there's so much that, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not writing lyrics here. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, that, that comes with where I'm at. I understand, you know, like I, I just let go of that part because I can, mm -hmm. but the band still needs to operate. You still need to be successful in a way. 
for us to continue to make music. So Ace, I'll let you take it. But for me specifically, um, I had, I just had nothing but enjoyment, which, um, you know, is very difficult to do recording any record, but this was, this was like that for me. Awesome. I love that, Jeff. I love that you got that. And that's like, you know, that's like, that's awesome. I really do love it. I, I didn't, I wouldn't say that there was like on my end specific crazy pressure. There was definitely an element of, I don't want to mess it up because like Jeff said earlier, like I did uh, do all the engineering, the production and the mixing and the mastering and all of the guitars and bass. Which, and which let me say vocals. that was no easy feat. Like no. he hit that. We, we were going back and forth with mixing and mastering. He was sending me stuff and he worked on that. So like, yeah. And, and at t- I can see how at times that that's, that's crushing, but like that was a process and really got it to where it needed to be sorry to jump in there but like that no was a i mean thing yeah that was that was like that was probably the most stressful moment of all of it just because i wanted to do right by it like i really wanted to give it um the justice that it deserved and i think ultimately we found that and like i still listen to it and i'm like dude this sounds really good it's mm-hmm. it's like loud and crisp and i'm like all right well you know all that banging your head against the wall really worked out. It's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it really did. Awesome. Uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they play in the car with friends, dog with headphones on? Should they bless at a party, work out to it? What do you guys personally recommend? All of the All above. Of the above. Ooh. Ooh. We had the same exact answer oh, at twins. the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because I was <laughs> listening very closely to what you were saying. And I was like, Jack, 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 Jack. All the above. I think I've done all of the above, honestly. Um, no, I de- most definitely have. I've listened to the album six million times. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just, it works. It works around the clock, no matter how you do it. As long as you're listening. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love it. So, so how did you guys, sorry, how did you guys listen to the record for the first time when you finally had like the masters, everything was complete, it was in order? Did you guys listen to it through headphones? We know a lot of people who listen through it, like through the car system, the stereo. What did you guys do? Um, I mean, Ace, it, it's, again, it's different. Like for me, I generally will listen on really good speakers at home mm-hmm. first or in a car. Now my car system isn't as good as it used to be. So I don't really like the car system that I have or the car that I have right now. (laughs) It's very, uh, sound is a big thing. Like, I mean, obviously for both of us, but like Sonic, like I know what I like, like the levels of which. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a system at home that I listen to on first. And then after the fact, I'll go to headphones, but I always like to listen how most people will listen to a record first i guess that might be headphones honestly now but um that's what i did yeah i i definitely went car i was like i listened to it in headphones so many times like while mass while mixing and mastering it that i was like i heard it in the car once we've you know approved everything i listened to it one last time and i was like yeah that's that's cool i love it worked out great hell yeah all right (laughs) Uh, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Ooh. Um, man, three words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, let me say 
Three words. I'm trying to shorten five words. It's a sentence, kind of. Dude, you go first then, because I don't have any words. We can hype them for you. Yeah, you you can shorten this. Everything you love about 10. It's everything, every element that mm-hmm. you love about our band mm-hmm. put into one record, I think. Okay. Uh, all the elements, all the elements that make uh, people fans of this band are in there for sure. That's nice. Nice. Um, I'm going to go super simple and use just like, I think it's pretty fun for us at least. So I'll say fun as one mm-hmm. word. Okay. Second word will be, uh, I would usually say like sad, but I really don't feel like it's sad. I feel like fun, thinky, and- uh, Love that word. Thinky. Nostalgic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thinky. 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 Yo, we you have don't to put use that thinky on a, every day. <laughs> we have to put that on a shirt for tour. You do. Fun, Please. thinky, nostalgic. Fun, oh thinking, God. nostalgic, baby. There you oh go. New merch design. 20. Yeah. <laughs> by 20. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Um, you hit it, Jeff. You got it, brother. Well, I think you just said it. It's, it's, it, it definitely hits a nostalgic tone. Um, sure, yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where it's nostalgic, but it's also um, new. Um, so it's kind of a bridge, you know, it, it, it's a bridge between everything that we've done through our career and moving forward, which is uh, very exciting to be able to say that in an album, you know, it's kind of what you generally want out of an album. You want to make an album that uh, you want listeners to want to come back for more. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's that 20 year mark, um, you get that past in there um, that drives it to the future, which is weird to say unless you listen to the record and, and really take it in. But th- I think that's what it does. Oh, yeah. Anything to add, Ace? I think he did. He did a good job. Okay. Right. <laughs> good job, Jeff. Um, so what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this album? Whew. Favorite memory. You know, we, I, yeah, you, you, but you go, you know, you go first because I, I want you to hit it first. I want to see what you say. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I think my favorite memories of the album are, would be that very first day when we listened to like 30 songs that we like dug up from, you know, iPhone demos and like recordings that we had in random places. And uh, just going through everything and being like, wow, I forgot that existed. Like, in just sort of repaving, if you will, the uh, the journey in my mind that we've been on. Because it's taken so many different turns and we've done so many different things in the past 20-something years that it's like, um, you know, like reattaching ourselves to that whole road was really cool. I, I think that's probably my favorite memory of it for sure. That's why I wanted you to go first. Because I wanted to see if your memory was my memory, and it was. That's exactly what it was. Getting to go through all of that. And as we listen to all these songs, we're remembering who we were. You know, we're we're going back and we're we're putting ourselves in the places and we're talking about it. You know, I remember when this happened. And those songs, like the best songs that you hear that, that impact you through your life, they put you in a place. So all we're doing is time traveling 
through 30 songs, we're time traveling to where we were and talking about it. And um, it's a beautiful thing when you look back at that. That was definitely one of the one of the coolest things doing this. Hell yeah. Definitely. yeah. Perfect. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Oh, young me would have went straight for like the combos and a beef jerky, but uh, old me would probably go for to first. I'd see how sketchy the hard boiled eggs looked, and then I'd probably grab one of those hard gas station hard boiled eggs. Look, you got to do what you got. I, no. I feel, I feel. Mm-mm. I'm not talking out of the jar that are pickled. I'm not saying that that one. No. See, I'd packaged. rather take the pickled one. The packaged ones are just. I can't. Mm. I'm pissed, Gloria. She's all, she's <laughs> mad as hell at you right now. Nah. Look, I, I feel. Not the recording. Feel, trust me. I'm not happy with this choice. I'm not happy with this either. But I have done. This is what I have done before. When everybody's like at the end of the show, they're going to like. There's a Taco Bell connected to a gas station. They're like, yeah, let's do it. It's like midnight, and I'm like, look. I will have heartburn and not be able to sleep and I will be all messed up tomorrow. So I get like a thing of like turkey lunch meat. I'm like, this is what I'm going to eat for dinner. Just slices of turkey. That's honestly better than Taco Bell. Yeah, I'll I'll do stuff like that. Fair enough. That's valid. That's valid. You just, you got me. You you scared me a little bit with that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Look, maybe you just need to try it. You know, I, next time you're at a gas station, just go grab a on your way egg. to my chem tomorrow, Gloria. You can try. You know, one. maybe not. Maybe not. I'd like to actually see my chem and not be stuck in the gas station bathroom for the next. You know, you can hear my chem. Just get a bunch time. for your friends and show up to my chem. And be like, I brought the eggs, guys. I got, I got the snacks the covered. Don't worry. There's no like, trail mix, like cashews, but the egg. I'm sorry. Egg. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not well, gonna... think about it. Think about like it's cashews. I mean, it's a lot of like, they're great. I love them. But mm-hmm. an egg is just straight like easy protein. No, it doesn't weigh you down. I don't get a ton of heartburn from that. Cashews are always loaded with salt or honey or like whatever all over them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, look, hey, I know. I know how it looks. I'm not trying to defend <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> but tomorrow when you show up to my camp, I'm telling you. You go in that green room. If you if you make your way to my Cam's green room, I bet it's littered with with hard boiled eggs. Oh yeah, <laughs> hard boiled egg wrappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a, ri- a rider must. <laughs> how many hard boiled eggs Gerard Way has in a day is how goofy he gets for this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's it's a, a well known secret uh, within oh, the yeah. touring community. You always get the hard boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I hope you're not eating hard-boiled eggs, too. Please, uh, I mean, I do enjoy it. I, I've done twisted stuff. I mean, but, uh, and I, I would I would enjoy, I'm with Ace on this, I would enjoy that very much. So I don't care. I don't care where things come from. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, my younger years, I would, uh, I would, I was a garbage can. Honestly, up until like a couple months ago, I was a garbage can. You know, so I would eat any snack, but my snack of choice would probably be like Cheez-Its because I, that's my go. greatest of all time. But uh, now, you know, because we're older and I have bad cholesterol, I got to get myself like a, a bag of mixed nuts or something. You See? know, that's yeah. that's what I'm going to have to go with because I got to take care of myself. Fair enough. Be eating very differently on this tour. <laughs> Definitely. <up>. Yeah. Much <laughs> different. Um, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? 
I like these questions a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jeff, I feel like you're better with this. You're better with food than I am. Oh, I'm going to say a hard boiled egg because nobody, nobody wants to buy a packaged hard boiled egg. <laughs> I <would. laughs> That's pretty good. Um, you know, uh, I, I, all right. So one of the things that I, I don't have a specific dish, but I can kind of describe one and then maybe one will pop into your head. But, okay. uh, generally I, I always thought the cool thing about our band, you know, if we're talking like our core members, um, we were all completely different people with completely different interests, whether it be music, personal life, we all have these different things, but we all connected in a way and filled each other's gaps. And I think that's a really cool thing about bands in general about how any band comes together and makes and creates great art. Um, so I would say if you're going to take those elements of, of being a band for this one, some kind of dish that has like five completely different ingredients that come together to make a fantastic meal. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's Ooh. like a, hung, a hungry man, microwavable. <laughs> It's a plate of um, we're nachos, man. We're supreme nachos. I that's think. a great. There you go. There we're you nachos. Go. We're nachos. Absolutely. Love, Love it. Got avocado on there. You mm-hmm. got your salsa. You got Throw your some jalapenos. Yeah. <laughs> and on the side, Dude, a man, nice hard boiled egg from the gas station. Oh, oh yeah. You, you avoid, avoid the chips. <laughs> you, yeah, you get the hard boiled egg and you dip it in some milk and you slam that and then you oh, go back my to the nachos. Yeah. You want to yeah. get wild if you really want to get down. That's, I've never done that. That's, that's me joking. That's the only, that's the only way. The only way to go. You guys are scaring me. I'm just going (laughs) to put that out there right now. This is, this is a little worrying. Um, But for these last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music. If that's okay with you guys. Totally. Awesome. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, that's so dark. That's so dark. (laughs) So dark. (laughs) Last meal, um, mm-hmm. drink. Oh, man. Right, well, it's, it's pretty simple for me. Um, I'm going to go with um, either a, a shit ton of buffalo wings with yeah. extra extra blooch. Um, drink, I mean, that's the de- the difference with drink for me. Or, or uh, like a cheesesteak from Pat's. In, in South Philly, like mm-hmm. with extra whiz, by the way. But oh, of course, um, for a drink, you know, I'm not really a big drink guy. I always get water with whatever I have. And I can't drink um, booze, you know, with my meal because I don't pair them. They don't go, they don't pair to me. They pair to a lot of people. So I would say that and a, and a Jameson. If I'm going, if I'm going out, I want to tie a little bit of one on. So yeah. a lot of Jameson. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Sweet. Um, do we know what kind of? Um, I mean, I hate to, you know, say this, but do you know how this is happening? How Lethal we are injection. Uh, okay. 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 We'll do it the humane say, way like, if there is one. <laughs> right. Like I think that's, uh, you know, that's an important piece of it. So, um, in that case, then I think you know I would just tie down to my like, uh, I would get as the drink. I'm not like a wine drinker. I'm more of a Jameson guy, but I think I would get a uh, big old plate of rigatoni Ooh. in uh, meatballs and then a big old glass of wine 
and try and feel, uh, you know, like the olden, the olden Italian days. Take you back to the old country. <laughs> the old country, you know. Yeah, that's a classy way to go out. Yeah, and, yeah. and a great pairing, by the way. My right. pairing wouldn't be great. That would be like, whoa! Why am I doing the two of these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Did you say fiction? Yes. Oh, I love that, Jeff. Go ahead, buddy. Oh man, I, I fictional world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is really, really tough. Imagination. Have you guys seen that South Park episode, Imagination oh. Land? Yes, 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 I have. That's filled with all my favorite things, all my favorite characters. I mean, you got everything from like Luke Skywalker to like. Uh, you know, superheroes and, mm-hmm. and Jesus. <laughs> like, they have everything. I'm going with Imagination Land. Everything that my heart desires is in Imagination Land. That's a great answer. That's a man. perfect answer, yeah. That is great. Good job, man. That's, uh, I think that I would, you know, I, as much as I want to, like, do a bunch of cool stuff, because I feel like there's so many times that I've probably daydreamed about this, about this exact thing. But I think, you know, as boring as it would be, I think my, I would go to like, I would chill with some like hobbits and just mm-hmm. be like, what's life like here? You know, I want to so like, cool. I want to just like, you know, chill with Frodo a little bit. See what's, see what's really good. That's, that's, that's a good answer. That's old school, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, want, I think that's nice. where I'd be. I'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, let's side note. Uh, Ace is yeah. the one that so got you into Lord of the Rings. You know? Nice. Hmm. I, I, you used to watch Lord of the Rings with Joe all the time uh, in the early days. Yeah. And, and I was like, what are you guys watching? And you sat me down and you were like, listen, uh, if you will give it a shot, I will get you into it. I'm like, all right, what's up with it? And you sat me down and, and like forced me through some stuff and, and talked me through it to the point where when uh, Return of the King came out, we went and saw it opening night and I was in. Oh, I was like, yeah. let's go. So um, I went from straight up making fun of lord of the rings to like number one fan um all due to ace's uh uh brainwashing which is sometimes <laughs> you need it sometimes yeah. you need it on on certain things we'd love to see uh, some character development oh yeah yeah i went from villain to hero on that one. <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Mm. What is your favorite color? Red. Oh, black. That's a good color. Oh, good shade. Black. <laughs> black, uh, black goes with everything. It does. Um, you know, uh, I used to be blue when I was a kid, but I'm not a child anymore. Aww. You're all grown up I'm now. A I'm, a, I'm a grown ass. I'm a grown ass man with some experience. Black is is the greatest color. Everything I'm looking at is black right now, except your bed and the pillow. My bed. <laughs> I said, "Look at, I'm looking this way. You oh, guys are okay. looking that way." My bed, my bed. I'm looking at. I'm looking at shit like this. And this and shit like a How many speaker. fucking cups do you have on your desk, like, bro? Right. Uh, I, I, well. It's cold, cold brewing water, and I just I'm like podcast, podcast, podcast. So as Glaze said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys like to plug? Our album and tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All that's right. the important stuff. 
Yeah, we have uh, we have our, our so 20, our album uh, comes out on October 14th. Um, that's the full album, but there are singles that you can stream right now. Uh, one being Make It Happen, another being called, uh, another that's called Dennett, um, and they are everywhere. Um, as far as our 20th anniversary tour, that is with uh, us, I Can Make a Mess, and Vinny from the Movie Life playing Movie Life songs. Uh, those tickets and VIP packages are on sale now, and um, it is going to be one hell of a show. We're putting together something really, really cool. Um, other than that, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's great. No, I mean you hit it all right there. That's what we're that's what we're promoting. That's like it. the important stuff. That's what matters. Uh, well, thank you for staying. This guy's been the early November, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.